I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? Welcome back, folks, for another edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. Uh, Sean, I think I, I have to say something witty uh, because in the intro, I say fatty's gonna fatty is real, but it's so real that it doesn't even really exist anymore. I mean, this, the same thing happened with my women's overs. Like, they just put them at minus 400 and basically play them, make them unplayable at, at this point. Uh, the, the, they, they catch on eventually, so you got to play it for what it's worth. When, it took when, a little bit longer on the big boys, but uh, the, the, even even the teeth could. When, when the teeth finally, yeah, when the <laughs> teeth finally catches on, you're in trouble. It's it's over. That's when that's when we're uh, we've know we we've jumped the shark with the old FGF. Hey, it was good to have Contender Series back and him feeding us up some dog fucking winners. Oh, <laughs> that was the, tremendous. Yeah, the, the what, gift what that keeps have? on giving couple plus 150s and uh and even he couldn't mush fatties like he scared me off of it i mean he didn't brad like i'm i should have been like brad like that one looks so good man i was gonna put a big bet on that fatties and he literally scared me off of it and it was so easy 15 minutes super fatties like god those dudes were fat sacks of shit you saw it coming <laughs> a mile away man that dude they gave that dude a contract too like we've talked about that shit that yeah. we're this isn't like contender series this is fucking fill the roster series is what yeah. this is now winning your in yeah yep brutal um anyway but it's it's nice to have it back i you yeah. know on a tuesday what the fuck else am i gonna do i'll, I'll watch con- it's starting to go in, in a, aside from the contracts, it's starting to go in a direction that I don't exactly love. Like it was 15 minutes before they even started the first fight. When, when that first like, came out. Yeah, it was like five like, minutes, four minutes. And no time between fights. The, the pacing is still pretty good once they actually get going, but they're starting to add some more fluff in there. But uh, Yeah, giving uh, fucking teeth a little fucking couple minutes before every hey, they can give him all the time they want yeah, yeah right? that's no that's, i mean that, that's, that's like that's like my favorite part of the the night is us in the dm literally like anybody what's seen yana yet what's he on <laughs> what's he on and trying to get it in as quick as possible after you like i i wish they would give him a, a like an extra 60 seconds so I don't sometimes it's to, tight yeah it's real tight yeah well, i mean it's say it's there wasn't anything on the, the co-main event last night right because it was all all mushed in. I don't think they had. Uh, I don't think they had time to get to the Gianni segment. And we 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 think we got we got some inside info that the old teeth is getting fed some some bets by some he's getting some Yeah, he's getting fed some bets and some steaks. From yeah, some some well done steaks. I, I, bet he's, I bet he's like oh Donnie Dumb fucking puts ketchup on that motherfucker too. Well done steak with ketchup. Dude should be fucking executed for something like that. You should absolutely you should be like whipped 
in a public square, like straight up. Agree. Um, (laughs) And if it happens, um, because Ariel's one of those dudes too, right? So round him uh, up. Round him up. If if he's done for, um, it's a lock for the uh, the journalist of the year. They'll just make it the Ariel Hawani Memorial Award. We are, we already got uh, you know some advice uh, to to maybe place a wager on uh, on Ariel. Uh, the other one, Bo and I smashed the shit out of some morning combat. Yep, it's. Uh, I looked earlier today. It's down to like plus one fifty. Oh my god! For best Love it. Love it. Opening at eight fifty. That is some CLV, baby. I I don't even care if I win anymore. I already yeah. won. You already See, won we, for once. We we know we know our boy Bronister is is number one anyway. Like Ariel's turned into fucking PR hack almost. He's he's shilling for fucking DAZN and Showtime and anybody else. Give him a check. I mean, oh, wow. he's going back and forth with Dylan Dennis at this point. Like that—that's—that's that's the level of journalism. Haven't watched ever. I, I've seen like clips, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I've who, who, never who? actually sat down and watched his show. I did like. Yeah. I caught most of some of those shows like ten years ago, like when. MMA content was still like very thin and you didn't have a card. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have a, you didn't have a card every single week. So you needed like some sort of MMA content. You would actually watch interviews with fighters because you didn't see them on your screen literally every other fucking day. But yeah, I mean, at at this point, who's watching six hours of the MMA hour? Motherfucker, this is a six-hour work day. What are you talking about? Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, I hope the the weekends went well. I, I spent some time up at the cottage, so you know that means that I barely watched any of this card. Uh, main event put me to sleep. That was wonderful. Uh, you know, Tough. It's, was uh, br- Tough. Just brilliant technical skill if you listen to some of these fucking jamokes out there. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, what I did see, there was, there was some all right stuff. All right, card um, was a banger. The yeah, card was, was good. Yeah. Till the main, yeah. Yeah. So we'll go through that. We got 14 fights, 13 fights coming up this week. Uh, Nat, no, not Nashville. Last week was Nashville. Just, what, Back in the Apex, the- baby. That's why we got an absolute locked and loaded stacked card on Saturday. Yep. Can Canada co-main event? You know that's always uh, that's always going to be a good time, yep. um, and you know we're going to see people bet on Canada and uh, see how that goes for them. But we'll get there later on in the show. Um, was drinking these. I know that. Uh, I hope we got some some rednecks in the chat. <laughs> Cancel uh, this drive motherfucker. Them, drive them crazy. Uh, these things are ridiculous. I I had the the orange one just They're before good. we went on. Uh, yeah, it. You remember with the uh, the orange drink that McDonald's used to have? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The the orange one tastes like that. This one tastes just like Seven Up. Uh, there's Damn. probably so much art, artificial sweetener in these that have already got cancer, but 
uh, you know, I'll enjoy it. Well, delicious cancer. You you yeah, drink he's... you drink too many of those, Brad. They're gonna turn you transgender, bro. It's that's what I heard. <laughs> watch out. There's microchips and all sorts sorts of stuff in here. You gotta watch uh, out. Keep, keep it away from your frogs. Turn them gay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to the uh, last week's card. We'll run through the prelims very quickly, as we always tend to do now. Asu Almabayev takes out Oday Osborne rear naked choke in the second round. Uh, Sean Woodson did not collapse on himself, uh, managed to stay upright for 15 minutes and win a unanimous decision over Dennis Bazooka. Cody Durden takes the decision over Jake Hadley. Uh, I, I know that, uh, that you guys like that one and I kind of steered us away, so my bad. Uh, Billy Q, unanimous decision over the leech. Um, my good on this one because I I kept us from making the under two and a half a consensus. So <laughs> I give and I take. You know, it's the way it is. Uh, Carlston Harris, God. third round anaconda choke <laughs> over our boy the bullfrog. I'm sure that uh, we'll have something to say about that one. And Kyler Phillips, unit position over Hauni Barcelos. Uh, lots of money on Hauni. It happens. Sean. Uh, I love the Cody Durden's too dumb to tap. Uh, so that's that's always a win. Um, so that was that was nice plus money. Um, yeah, uh, Jackson. You know, he, there there was definitely some spots where he could have could have taken the easy way out and. He he did not, and and Billy Q just he just doesn't have big power, so it's it's just gonna be an overwhelming barrage that that he has to use to put you away. And against a little bit better guys, that's that seems tougher to do. So that kind of sucked on the the under two and a half. And uh, yeah, the Jeremiah, Jeremiah Wells bet is uh, just a. Perfect encapsulation of uh, my betting this uh, this year, Same, bro. Same. <laughs> oh, just just easy, easy two two rounds and gets just snatched and put to sleep. Wes, um, I I, I bet all day as a dog wasn't good. Uh, I assume might might be decent. Got some decent wrestling. Uh, Alien Man beat the shit out of Bazooka. Uh, that was, was terrible. Got a nice one with Darden. Um, I hate that fucking guy so much. Uh, but the worst. Uh, that was a nice, uh, nice price against against Hadley. I think. Um, look, B- Billy Q. If he can land like that on Damon Jackson and can't get him out of there. That you want to talk about no power, like literally no knockout fucking power whatsoever. Because, like, say what you will about Damon Jackson being tough. When he gets landed on clean, he usually goes fucking down. Um, Billy Q landed all over him. Had him been some some look like he had him hurt a couple times, but uh, still, Billy Q's fun as hell, man. Like I, I watch that dude fight anytime the guy gets cracked. So I mean, it wasn't like Damon Jackson wasn't piecing that guy up at times. That guy gets hit so much, like he's never gonna beat 
any of the upper echelon fighters. He, he's just never going to do it. He gets hit too much. He can't hurt anybody. Like he's going to be in fun fights, but he's he's going to get fucked up if he moves up. Um, he's also thirty four years old. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, and just kind of a weakling. Yeah, uh, I, I I thought. I thought Barcelos looked really good early in that fight. I, I was, I ended up playing him. Um, Brian kind of talked me into it. I ended up adding him uh, Saturday. I thought he looked pretty good early, man. He he kind of looked like uh, old honey, but Phillips took over. Um, I I still don't think Phillips is going to be anything, man. I even after watching that. Like we 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 talked about last week, we thought he was going to be really good. He's just not. He's not going to be anything special. Jeremiah Wells is literally like I. I don't know if I've. There's been few times I can remember where I've been that pissed off at <laughs> at, at the end of a fight for uh, losing a bet. He dominated as much as you can dominate a guy. I mean that choke he had him in. I thought it was over there. Like Wells literally had him locked up, fucking choking the shit. Was it the first round? He had him in like a really bad um, choking the first round, right? And uh, Harris ended up uh, surviving, beat him up in the second, and it's as, as as dominating a performance as you could have without finishing a guy, and then literally gets caught in some dumbass quick fucking choke, put to sleep too, which. I was I was aggravated, man. That was about. I had a I had a big bet on Wells, dude. I I loved him in that fight, and and for two rounds, you could see why. Like he was so much better than than Harris. Hopefully, people we get a line like that against Harris again because that guy's really really bad. Like he's not he's not good. Um, that's an all timer, man. That, that like Sean said, that's I, it was it was yeah. close. I ain't gonna lie, I'm still worse. I mean, that dude lost him like the last yeah, three seconds. One second. Did, you just have mean, to wins. When you get caught in a bear trap, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Well, Wells, Wells went to sleep. That yeah, dude he, he took the he man road. Ain't gonna lie, yeah. tapped like a um, bitch. <laughs> I would look, put it like this if they made that fight tomorrow at the same line, I would bet double on fucking Jeremiah Wells. I would have double the amount on him. That's how good he looked. I said it too, like right before the third happened, which it didn't look good. I mean, Wells, if he would have started in this game a decade ago, like there's no telling. Like that dude is legitimately fucking good, man. He, he got caught. That dude's legitimately good. Good wrestling. We always thought his cardio was going to be a problem. Every fight, he literally goes all out round after round and is good in the third. The other dude's dying in the third usually. I, I, I like Jeremiah Wells quite a bit. It, it sucks. He, he lost like that. Moving on to the main card, lightweight division. Ludovic Klein puts on a wrestling clinic against that goofy tall bastard, the Baja man. Um, yeah, unanimous decision. Brad called that. He... Well, you you called that. That was the path. I just didn't think he had the skills to do it. And yeah, I, I honestly did. didn't think it was going to happen either. So. Yeah, should should have trusted the instincts. Yeah, you had you had the instinct of it. Yep. Um, Tanner Bozer, the hoser, striking clinic against it Alexa really Kamer. Uh, 
I, I checked early on Saturday, and this was down to like minus one thirty. Um, I it went a little bit back up before the fight. I did not understand this one at all. Um, we saw two fights in a row where guys who hadn't won fights in forever looked and fought like guys who hadn't won fights in forever. I don't know what Kamer's made of because Bozer does have a, a little bit of power. I mean, no, he, he does. No. He, he, he finishes some shitty guys. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird because he was Kamer was a fucking zombie. Bozer looked good against guys that don't wrestle. Bozer can do okay against guys that can wrestle. He's going to get tooled. Pretty much. Um, Man, I will say Bozer uh, for this fight looked uh, physically as good as he's ever looked, ever. Like, that dude looked in tremendous shape. Um, I mean, he was really soft at at, at heavyweight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but even, even his first fight at 205, like, he still looked a, a little soft. He was he looked in great shape. Um yeah, I mean this line was was stupid. If you can't take Bozer down, if you're not even gonna try to take him down, he's gonna outstrike a lot of guys. He's got really clean hands, good power. Um Kamer lasting, that that was pretty insane because Bozer teed off on that guy. Uh uh Kamer early tried to get him to the cage a couple times and Bozer looked really good working off of the cage. Like usually guys get a hold of him there and he's getting trip takedown. He got off of that the cage a couple times early and looked good doing it. I mean, if he can do that at, at 205, not let guys take him down, not get grinded up against the cage, can move off and strike. That guy's pretty good, man. Got a hell of a chin, good power, good striking. Um, crazy line. Hopefully they keep disrespecting him for a little bit. Not a lot of good wrestlers at 205. Mm-hmm. That helps. Uh, yeah, featherweight division. The other guy that hadn't won in forever, Gavin Tucker, got triangled and then armbarred and then triangled again and then armbarred some more. <laughs> uh, eventually, he tapped uh, to old, old soccer mom Lopez. Um, <laughs> he does look like a Karen, don't he? <laughs> I just want to call him Karen. Everything. Karen Lopez. Karen Lopes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I I think he might be pretty good. Um, I, you know, judging from his first fight, I, I think he had a pretty good inkling, and this might be a little bit more confirmation. He's he's fun regardless. Um, I mean, Tucker got the, of course, the, the perfect dick kick in before he just got absolutely tooled. Uh <laughs> That I, it's been a while since I've seen one as clean as is that. That was right on the button. Um, yeah, that was that's higher light real shit, man. Uh, I know it's not doing it against an amazing opponent, but it's still wicked to see in the UFC. Wes, yeah, I mean highlight real finish. Uh, like Sean said, kid's gonna be fun regardless. I, I, I. I think he might be good, but I think we still need to see a little more because it was a dude that hadn't fought in a couple years. Um, probably kids, probably, probably good. Um, fun regardless. Um, don't, don't call, don't call management, but let the, let the soccer mom fight. 
Uh, I'm sure somebody <laughs> probably like tweeted this after the fight, but when was the last time there were zero strikes landed in the, in the UFC fight? Eh? I'm not sure. I, 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 there was one, one very important strike landed, but it doesn't count on the official record. I don't know if there's I I don't remember seeing that anybody talked about it on Twitter because of course it you know the, the live striking is not the final striking so I don't I don't remember seeing any of I that I saw him talking on. about the main but not this Yeah one. yeah the, was the main was like the fifth lowest combined <laughs> strikes in a five round fight Yeah and well, like yeah. was, there were zero strikes landed in that one too like three of the fights were like way way back when dudes just humped like some severing shit or something like yeah. a few of them were like way back. That's how bad that fight was. Yeah. It's well, we'll get there. I don't yeah. think we'll spend too much time on it. Nope. Uh, light heavyweight division again. This one didn't take too much time. Dustin Ooh. Jacoby knocks out Kenny nunchucks. Um, not exactly a guy known for his power either, but uh, man, Jacoby, uh, when you land the right one, when a guy's running forward. <laughs> yeah. When a guy's uh, running right into it, it's serving it up on a platter. I guess he'll he'll take it. Yeah, I, uh not the way that I expected it to happen, but uh good on Jacoby. Weird shit happens in I feel like in, in Kenny Nunchuck and, and Jacoby fights. Yeah. Yeah. I I took the plus money. I thought I was gonna have to survive Kenny trying to grab a hold of Jacoby for three rounds and hold him against the cage and shit. Nope. He just runs in with his chin hanging up in the air. And even a guy like Jacoby with not a lot of power, still like an incredible striker, all the kickboxing fights he has and he lands clean on you. And yeah, we'll take a little plus money. Yeah. I think I talked myself out of this one on the show. Um, Like Jacoby to win, but thought he was just going to get fence fucked for, as long as it took for Kenny Nunchucks to start landing big shit in the clinch, and never happened, never got there. Co-main event: Tatiana Suarez. The prophecy will finally come true. Uh, is this the year, Sean, that she she finally becomes a champion? Does she even get a title fight this year? Either way, choked out Jessica Andrade. Minute thirty-one into the second round, guillotine. Probably not because she's a band-aid. Um, but I mean, she looked good in there. She she did what she needed to do. Um, I know it was probably I don't know if it was smarter for Andrade to fight the way she did. Um, it was definitely more patient, which you know, in in fights that she loses when she goes crazy and loses, we're like, oh well, she should fight with more composure. But I don't think it would have mattered in this fight. Um, there's, there's not, there's really not anybody in that division or in most women's divisions that can do what Suarez does. So I think she's going to be a problem if she gets fights and is able to make it to fights. Yeah. Like you said, this was the fight that Andrade needed to go mad. That was her only chance was to get catch some crazy clipping her with something or um when she finally started trying to throw some she got taken down and it was it was over um yeah i mean suarez could do this to anybody 
in, in this division. Yes, she could be champ if she gets that fight by the end of the year. A- absolutely. Uh, will will she get there? Who, who knows? Like, I mean, she's literally a Band-Aid. Her, her neck is probably never going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Um, who knows? If she does get the fight, yeah, Brad's finally gonna gonna nail it. I mean, I can't remember how many years in a row I picked Suarez, and then she doesn't fight completely for like two of them. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's she's tremendous. Like Sean said, there's not anybody in uh, women's fighting that can do can do what she does. Um, did I pick her at the right division? <laughs> That's a good question. I think I picked her at the wrong division. I picked her at flyweight. <laughs> I mean, she might win that one too. <laughs> not <could>. this year. <laughs> yeah, not this year. Um, main events, catch weights, uh, because Rob Font came off the uh, card two weeks from now. Next week, yeah. maybe. No, something two like weeks. That. Two weeks from now. Um, stepped up, saved the main event against Corey Sandhagen, and he showed up to fight. <laughs> Sandhagen showed up to grapple. Who was it who said that way back when? Probably Nate Diaz. Nick Probably Diaz. one of the Diaz's. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, that. Uh, honestly, I, I haven't gone back. I was in bed um, watching it. And then I remember like how incredibly easy the takedown was at the start of round three. Like, and not a second see. after that. <laughs> I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> My body was just like, nope. Um, yeah, so what happened for the rest of the fight? More of the exact same? 100%. Instant takedowns. And then Rob Font decides to grapple in, in round five? Like, what are you doing? You need a KO. And he's shooting doubles along the fence when he actually has space instead of throwing hands. He's a moron. Um, it, it was crazy to see him exposed that bad. Like, I know he hasn't fought that many grapplers and he has been taken down a bit, but that was fucking horrific. Uh, I bet him plus five and a half and I was like, all right, well, I mean, Sam Hagen will probably get grapple a couple rounds, but when it's on the feet, you know, he's got a, a chance to seal some rounds and it was just a blue balling for five rounds. <laughs> yeah, I think fine legitimately showed up for a check like i I don't i mean he, he showed up and fought but man that dude was just getting taken down with these um look i i get sanhagen took a fight on short notice wanted to get his check i mean everybody saw what happened to wonder boy so you you better fight um, <laughs> you better show up you better you better fight now because apparently if you're paid a certain amount over a certain threshold of money you're not going to get paid because that's pretty much what Dana said. Oh, he makes a quarter million dollars. So we're just not going to give him that. Well, other guys that make like 40 K, they give them their money all the time. They're, you remember like happens all the time when they make weight and they're, and they're dudes. Well, that's happens. only, that's only one blackjack hand when it's multiple blackjack <laughs> hands. That's that. when you can't pay that shit out for just showing up. Um, But yeah, we saw, I mean, Sanhagen apparently had an elbow injury who gives a fuck, man? Like he could have finished. Why are you that wrestling fight. then? That seems way harder on your elbow than throwing. Strikes. Even when he, 
even when he was, he had so many opportunities that he could have finished that fight, man. He could have postured him through down and get, I mean, so many times to set a record for the least amount of, so top five least amount of strikes in a five round fight when you're fucking 135ers. Like, are you serious? Those dudes throw that many strikes fucking in half a round and shit, usually what they got off in that fight. And look, I'm all for like, I'm fine with dominant ground fighting. I am completely fine with that in a fight. If that's what a guy's doing to win, but don't sit there and like these people are talking now, like tell me that was some like technical dominant performance. He showed up and did what he had to do. We all saw that fight, man. We all saw him do absolutely nothing. He was there to get paid. He said after the fight, I had an elbow injury. I did what I had to do. I didn't want to come off the card. He told y'all what he did. He didn't show up to, like, dominate, really, and, and win the fight. Font showed up for a check. That dude laid there. He literally laid there. That dude never once grabbed underhooks and tried to get up. Not one time. He just laid there. You know why? Because San Hagen wasn't doing nothing. He was just tapping. Font got paid. San Hagen got paid. I laughed when San Hagen said, I'm going to be waiting to see who wins the fight between uh, Al Joe and fucking bro. Data walked out. <laughs> Like, I don't get Dana's not the end all be all, but when it comes to picking who's going to get another title shot, when he walks out of your fight in the fourth round, bro, you ain't getting a fucking title shot next It time. don't matter anyway. He's going to get surgery this week. He's going to be out for fucking months. Who cares? That, that elbow didn't look right, man. Like, he posted a pick, man, and that thing was kind of, kind of nasty. I still don't care, man. You show no. up to fight, you don't lay on a guy for 25. A dude that's laying there like a fish, too, just begging for you to end. There was just you know, no, like, I, I could see if there was some danger coming back. There really wasn't there. He did get uh, Font in a pretty deep choke in, like, what? In the, the fifth. The, was it the it was, fifth? It, was might have been the, it might have been the fourth or something. It was fairly late, round. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he had it, He didn't, like, sell out for anything, though. Like, he could have no. probably pulled that off if he would have just sold out for it. He gave up zero position. Like, come on, man. Don't be talking about title shots after a performance like that. Especially when it's completely against how he would normally fight. Yep. Yeah. Like, if it's, you know, I don't know, who's a boring dude at Bantamweight. I don't know. Just some, somebody that comes out there. John Fitch comes out and just hugs somebody to death. I'm not shocked by it, but you know, somebody like him doing it. And different story. Then gives the the bullshit of, oh yeah, I want to like strike on these wrestlers and wrestle <laughs> on these strikes. Shut the fuck up, bro. You ain't selling that shit to nobody. Ain't nobody buying that. If if he fights a grappler, he's probably fucked. He can just grapple against guys with very bad grappling. Al, Al and Joe, I'm a Sam Hannigan fan. I am but. too. Uh, Al Joe could choke him out again, like yeah. straight up. Oh, yeah. Yep. 100% believe that. Um, good for Bobby Green and Kevin Holland for making uh, making money. Yep. I'm, I'm all for fighters getting paid. Uh, I don't know if Andre Olowski is retired or cut or still under contract. Um, but that, that man dude, was making like 500K. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was that, one of the highest that, paid dudes in the sport. He broke MMA. He's the reason that the UFC. He's the reason. The yeah, like, Contender gosh. Series is a fucking meat locker. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that was uh, a half an hour on that card. That was too long. Um, 
we'll uh, we'll probably be a little bit longer on this card because we got thirteen fights to break down, uh, and we're kicking it off with a banger. Women's flyweight division, uh, Juliana Miller. Uh, I remember when people thought she was uh, like a the, the Diaz sister. Uh, that didn't last too long. She's taking on Luana Santos. I mean, she beat Brogan Walker. You do that, you're you, you're pretty. You're getting close to title shot contention. Like both did, Brogan Walker Sanchez. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, I, I forgot the hyphen. Yeah, these they're terrible. Um, I know both these chicks have subs on their record. This card is a bit of a struggle <laughs> to find bets. Over two and a half is only minus two twenty, but this is low level and. One of these chicks probably gets subbed, but that that over two and a half at only minus two twenty is is trying to call my name. Wes, dog and top master. Who is the dog? Miller. Miller. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I got nothing here. I've never seen Santos fight and. Only passingly seen Miller fight. Um, she was a tough winner, right? Yeah, she beat Brogan. Oh, that was that was the tough finale. I thought yeah. that was just like an Invicta prelim or something like that. Um, anyway, yeah, could have been. Don't could've care. Been. Um, <laughs> moving on, bantamweight division. Jose Johnson. He was he was on Contender Series. A couple times or something like that. A couple times. Uh, he's taking on Damon Blackshear. Sean. I don't know. It's it's probably Blackshear, but I don't know. That guy's seems to be like he, he does all right, but he's he's a bit of a head case. Uh, he's probably the better guy here, but laying minus two hundred on a guy like that is is too rich for my blood. But I'll pick Blackshear. Wesley. Uh, Blackshear shit smoking, but he's way too much of a flake to lay minus 200 on him. Um, what's the, Do we have uh, a price on Blackshear by sub yet? No. Should? Oh, no, because this was a late notice ad. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I could be tempted by that. Um, I know Johnson can't wrestle at all, and for at least the first couple rounds... Blackshear is usually a pretty good grappler. Uh, maybe he'll tire a little bit late, but yeah, I, I think that he's got a pretty massive grappling advantage in this one. Johnson's been around forever. He's got some decent striking, but that's kind of about it. Um, so good for him for getting in the UFC, and uh, I hope he gets his four fights in. Women's strawweight division... Uh, Jacqueline Amorim taking on the Monster Rat. Sean. Monster Rat hasn't fought in two years. Her her sole win in the UFC is not good, uh, but I have no clue. Uh, Jacqueline did not seem that good against the Sam Page, so... Probably pick the dog and tote master, even though it's uh, coming off two years layoff. 
Wesley. Yeah, I mean, old girls wins raw against a bunch of nobodies and LFA leading up to the UFC, and then she gets beat by Sam Hughes. I just monster rats horrible, but should she really be plus two hundred and something to this chick? Tell master pick, but it's another fight I want nothing to do with. If I could bet like plus a thousand on Monster Rat to win by something from the scarf hold, um, <laughs> I think that would be the best bet on this fight. Otherwise, don't care. Probably dog. I mean, definitely dog and tote master. But yeah, I I don't remember this. I'm more in from whatever her uh, previous fight was. Heavyweight division. Martin Budde taking on old Carbo Parisian. Um, Sean, is the, does the Midwest strike back? It's possible. Carbo, he's he usually loses when he gets out grappled. Budde is not the grappler. Um so it's probably going to be on the feet. Neither of these guys are really big finishers, so it's probably going to be a close fight. But I is is winning some sketchy some sketchy decisions, so uh probably got to look at Parisian, but you, playing them straight is 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 not very fun. So you probably got to look the prop direction and uh we were talking about it a bit before the podcast. Him by decision looks like a pretty decent number. So I might be convinced to to throw a dart on, on Parisian by decision. Wesley. Yeah, they 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 we talked about it. They've they've caught on to fatties because a few years ago this would absolutely be a one and a half and we would be unloading on it and it's gonna go fifteen minutes. Because all of these shitty, fat, sloppy motherfuckers all go 15 minutes now. Um, like, Uberim is not walking through that door anymore, you know. Um, Just let them do drugs, man. Yeah, yeah. we need drugs. See, this is what happens. This is what fucking happens when we don't let them do drugs. Um, Boudet is is horrible man like he's been to like some really close questionable decisions against some bad guys um like sean said if, if you're not taking uh parisian down and laying on top of on top of him uh it's gonna be close he's gonna make a close fight uh this is gonna go 15 minutes i, I might get in on some some super fatties i think it's around uh minus 120 or so right now but Man, that Parisian decision price is stupid. Like, it's just stupid. Even if he loses this fight, it's going to be a close, possibly split decision. And how can you not take some plus 350 on that outcome? Um, I'll be happy holding my ticket, I think, at, at the bell. Win or lose, plus 350 on the Parisian decision. Got to take some of that. When do you guys get the uh, the old legal betting, Wes? Uh, supposed to be sometime in September before college football starts. First I am. Gotcha. Because uh, old three sixty five has Parisian decision at plus four twenty five. Yep. Yeah. That's oh. that's insane, man. 
Like, that's crazy. That's a crazy price. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to hop on that. It's the, I mean, he's not good. This is a dude that went to a split decision with yeah. Roque Martinez. Uh, T-shirt in the pool. Legendary scrap, that one. Um, but I think this is just going to, like, Budai does not separate himself from his opponents at all. He likes to hug. Um, was, he was the one that on Contender Series, they were going on and on about how devastating his knees to the thigh were, right? I, I think that's... Against that Lorenzo was, Hood? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that was the fight. Um, somebody can go back and, and check me on that if they really want to dive into the Budai archives. Um, but he is not a devastating fighter in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, all these Eastern European dudes these days that are coming in, that that Schlarsky guy that was on Contenders <laughs> threw like six punches all fucking fight. So bad, dude. So <laughs> bad. His fucking fat rolls just bouncing all it. Like, that was, that was just hilarious, man. Contenders. He had a nice sweater on, though. Nice. Yeah. I'm like to see where I could get a sweater like that. Uh, anyway, too long on this fight. Featherweight division. Francis Marshall taking on Isaac Dulgarian. Sean, who are these guys? Dulgarian was on the looking for a fight card. So, yeah. And he was supposed to fight a bit ago, pulled out. Hasn't hasn't fought in a year and a half almost. Marshall probably wrestles him. Uh but Marshall's not that good either. So I'll probably pick Marshall and Toadmaster, but this is another one that I don't really give a shit about. Wesley. Yeah, I, I kinda kinda feel the same way here. I, I I think you gotta gotta favor Marshall here. Um spy experience and I think wrestling advantage and believe he could wrestle this guy um i haven't seen i don't think any of uh of of this this dude so i don't know i I don't want to lay juice on francis marshall because i just i don't think he's good either maybe he gets smoked by this guy who knows this is just a complete pass for me marshall would be the pick just based on i've seen him um yeah, I I don't know. As I said at the start, I was asking who these guys are. Uh, Marshall, I've seen on Contender Series and his one UFC fight. Still don't know that he's great. Um, definitely not a good nickname. <laughs> Very unoriginal. Find something better. Um, and the, the Bulgarian, haven't seen enough to actually form an opinion on him as of yet um those looking for a fight cards are are usually kind of weird because they have a guy that they have in mind and they try and set him up pretty good yep um it's basically like what contender series used to be they're like we want to bring this guy in but we want to see him one more time and they're like sacrifice destroy this piece of meat um and they do Anyway, lightweight division, Terrence McKinney, Mike Breeden. Sean, are we looking 
under a minute or under half of a round for this one? What are we thinking? I'll give Breeden a little more uh, <laughs> respect. Under we're we're looking at under a, a half a round. Um, Breeden's just not good. Um, there is a bit of concern on the on the McKinney side. I know he he fought less than a month ago. Um, there was obviously some fuckery in that fight with with the cage grabbing and shit like that. Um, I still think he's good, like good offensively. He's he's lost to pretty damn good fighters. Um, I I think if if he is the old McKinney, comes out throwing bombs, grappling, he's he's gonna wreck this dude. So I put him in a parlay, uh, just a one unit parlay. Um, it is a bit sketchy with the turnaround. This is already his third fight in 2023, but I think the skill gap here is just extremely large. So if McKinney shows up, this should be easy for him. Wesley. Yeah, I, I don't have too much to add. I, I think um I think McKinney shows up. I think it's a get right fight for him. He he's gonna he's gonna smoke breeding. Hey, they, this guy's terrible. McKinney just throws, does his thing, gets him out of there in the first. Uh I like McKinney. I'm parlaying him as well. Yeah, like McKinney is minus two seventy five and his round one is minus one fifty. Um I Breeden is when like Alex Hernandez would at, was at his absolute bottom. Breeden was the guy that they brought in. We we're like, oh, this is the dude that Alex Hernandez is going to knock out in the first round and get back on track. I don't see why that changes with Terrence McKinney. Um, maybe if you can find a, a good price on either the round one KO or round one sub, uh, that might be worth a look, but other than that, like inside's like two ten or something like that, minus two ten. So you're not you're saving a little bit on McKinney inside. Not much. Straight, but not it's much. It's not even enough that you could play it straight really. He'd still have to parlay yeah. it. So in those cases I'd just take the money line. Um anyway. I don't know where uh where Jordan Breen is. I think he lives in like Halifax or something like that. Um I think he did like a a Patreon thing for a while, but that's that's an old dude that uh, I listened to. I don't know if Wes ever listened to, to his stuff, but back in the old long, days. Long, long, yeah, long, long time ago. That's 20, that's, it's almost 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, long, I long time ago. listened to him on the bus on my way to, to class in university. So, yeah, it's just about 20 years at this point. But that used to be fun. That's... Uh, where I used to get a bunch of my Japanese MMA information and yeah, my, my boy, uh, our Jesse Denis used to do that show with him. Uh, yeah. hell, he doesn't even do MMA content and shit anymore. I, I still follow that guy on Twitter and talk to him about way other shit now, <laughs> music yep. and other shit. Yeah, he, he was always a bit of a character. There's been some yeah. some good folks that have generally gotten away from MMA over time because they're smart. Um, I think we're kind of in the same boat. We don't really interact with the, the MMA community nah, not to our newer, own detriment. Not yeah. the newer. Yeah, they, can, they can have it. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, we are on to the Bantamweight division. 
JP Vlismas takes on Mar- <laughs> oh, JP Bays takes on Marcus McGee. Um, gone. There, there, there's no way this guy's thirty three. There's no way. No fucking. There's way. no way this guy's forty three. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way they they're this lying is, about this. This dude is Grandpa Ronaldo with straight way. up. Yep, straight fucking up, bro. There's no <laughs> way. This is the American Trinaldo. <laughs> I have no idea why JP Bays is still in the UFC. Um, three losses, getting smoked in all of them. Um, this is this is sacrifice right here. Uh, Marcus McGee, he might be 33 going on 55, but he's still going to be enough to absolutely obliterate JP Bays. <laughs> Wes. Yeah, I mean, I I think he's going to smoke him as well. It just I don't know. This is one that's um minus 300. I he he's decent. He's going to smoke bias, but it's just this isn't a guy that I'm I'm going to lay that kind of price on. I just I don't this something could happen here on a minus 300. Like there's a chance. So, I, I think McGee smokes him, but I just there's no way I'm I'm laying that kind of price on this guy. His inside's like minus two ten again. Uh do you want do you want this or do you want McKinney? You know, I'll 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 take McKinney kind of in the same same sort of spot. Uh yeah, this price is way too long. Um the American grandpa is uh like probably gonna win and land something big, but honestly if this turns into wrestling match a grappling match who knows yeah i think he's probably in some trouble um he can grapple a little bit uh he's not a a tremendous grappler by any means but he can do a bit um and i think he can do enough to kind of wear this dude out so i can't be dumb enough to actually bet this but (laughs) i might be dumb enough to actually bet this so as, we'll as buys like shed the mental weight of his girl, fucking doing him like that. He's finally free, broken it's, free of all that. It's been a while, right? It's been so, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, after you get smoked by Cody Durden, <laughs> yeah. you got to reevaluate some things. So he's got to be in a better headspace this time around. Got to be. There's got to be like a South. South African country song written about JP. It's like he just needs woman. to go hang around old DDP. You know, yeah, man. his confidence back. That, that dude's not short on confidence. Got to get some of the true African blood flowing through your veins, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if they're training together? What is Drickus saying about his opponent right now? Yeah, he's he's getting <laughs> psyched up. <laughs> Oh. just saying um yeah so i might end up with an idiotic bet on jp vice but uh yeah that's the way things go um speaking of idiotic bets we're on the main card now middleweight division minus 350 <laughs> josh fremd uh, I know he's taken on Jamie Pickett, but Sean, 
that's got to be a dumb bet, right? Uh, it's it's going up, man. It's going up in some places. Um, I don't get it. I don't think Josh Frampt should be minus three fifty to almost anybody in this division. Uh, Jamie Pickett is is a flawed fighter. I get that. Um, I think he has decent enough grappling to to stifle Frampt. He might even be able to get his own offensive takedowns. And this will become a much closer fight. Uh, Pickett is a is a bit flaky, but at that big a number, I think it's it's obviously Dogger Pass, and I I bet Pickett plus two eighty for a unit. That's Josh Frampt is is not good enough to be that number. Wesley, have you seen the the lats the lats on Jamie Pickett? I mean, he's he's channeling his his fucking uh, best uh, Phil Davis. Phil, yeah, oh Phil, yeah. Phil, Philly, Philly Davis. Um, yeah, look, Pickett's not not great, man. Um, you know, he he showed up and put put the young put the young cat over and old Bo Nickel uh, as ex- as expected. Do people forget fucking old old Freend here being fucking his head almost popped Come off on. by fucking. Gore, like, and that dude's a fucking bum, man. Like, this is this is just wild. This is just pretty much betting a line here against a guy that should never be this price against almost anybody. So, uh, man, Pickett plus two eighty five. I'm take a little bit there if he gets fucking taken down and smoked. Who who gives a fuck? Uh, lines lines just dumb. Has Pickett ever won a stoppage in the UFC? In the UFC, I don't believe so. One a stoppage uh, on contender said, series, contender yes. <laughs> on the, in the UFC, no. Gotcha. How could I forget I mean, the classic against Jonathan Patsy? Of course. I mean, he even went like 15 minutes with uh, uh, Soriano in his first contender series. Oh, Pula throws like yeah. It, it's it's wild. Yeah, Pickett does go some some distance i i think he's still pretty durable um kind of like the over in this one uh and also just because josh fremd is minus 350 and apparently climbing probably gonna have to take a shot on picket by decision plus 550 here i think this is gonna be a tight one and Money line is already good, but I'm I'm greedy. I'm doubling it up to, to get I, that decision. I I, I hear you because I'm just not sure. Friend is just dynamic enough to finish a guy like Pickett, even if he wins the fight. I'm just I don't think he's got anything to wear. He ain't no Bo Nickel. We'll we'll put it no. that way. <laughs> exactly. Moving on, we haven't hit. No, we're we're still good. Um. Middleweight division, again. A.J. Dobson. Hopefully that means we get uh, a Mark Coleman in the corner sighting because that's tremendous, especially best, in the still Apex. Best, yeah, still best corner hype, man, you you can get. A, who, who They talk about uh, what's-his-name's dad. Um, fuck, I can't remember now. Uh, uh, Brown Clark. 
Yeah, talk about not nah, ain't got nothing. You were a fuck, oh, damn it. Ain't nothing on Mark Coleman. Best hype corner man there is. Absolutely terrible advice. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Not no, even I, advice. I say it's good. He'll get you hyped up though. Like for sure. If Mark Coleman was in Rhonda's corner screaming head movement, she would have won that damn fight. <laughs> I guarantee you. Uh, anyway, Sean. He's AJ Dobson featuring Mark Coleman is taking on the Teflon Don himself. It's fun and chukwi. What do we got? I I kind of like Nchukwi in this fight, but coming off two two knockouts is is kind of keeping me away from betting him. Um, he was obviously winning that uh, Mirzakhanov fight and then just gets caught. Um, getting knocked out by Elberg is. That guy's a good striker. If you don't take him down, <laughs> then you probably are going to get lit up. Um, Dobson just really just doesn't do it for me. Um, I think the Teflon Don probably has decent enough defensive wrestling to, to keep it on the feet. And he's he's probably the better striker. But those knockouts are, are a bit concerning. Um. I wish I knew what AJ Dobson's middle name because his first name is Athlone. So you know the middle name something crazy. And I just want to <laughs> refer to him by that. Is he named after that shit like the the Q people think that the the rich Jews are drinking or something like that? The rich elites <laughs> drink. The adenochrome The adenochrome. Gotta stay young, baby. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think this is going to be like a really close fight. The, these dudes are kind of one and the same to me. I, I think the old Teflon Don's probably a, a little better uh, on the feet. Dobson probably a little better if it gets on the mat, but this this could go any fucking way, man. Um, I might look at an over here. Um, I, I I think if if the old Teflon doesn't get caught with something dumb. Uh, they're probably going to do a lot of slow, nothing shit. Little grinding against the cage. There might be a takedown, but uh, I, we've seen no Teflon Don get taken down before. And, you know, the dude's hard to finish. You're, you're not really pulling anything off on him on the mat. I don't think Dobson's good enough to, to sub him here or anything. So I might look at an over, if anything, here. Um, pick's going to be the old Teflon. I think he's slightly, slightly better on the feet, and it probably stays there for most of the fight. I I think I'll take that over. I, I was kind of back and forth looking a little bit at Dobson. Um, but, man, I don't think the, the power is really there to, to get Teflon out. Uh, it is very concerning that he's already getting knocked out and he's, what, he's still pretty young. He's like late 20s. Um, don't love that, but uh, I, I think this is going to turn into a, as Wes said, slow paced kickboxing, maybe some clinch work and guys trying to get takedowns here and there. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll do that. Man, I I'm not sure who to pick. I, I don't know. I, I think in those cases, maybe just go dog and tote master. Um, I. I had Teflon against Mirzakhanov. I did too. Yeah. 
I just uh, that that broke me. I can't can't trust him anymore. Can't trust him anymore. Anyway, we'll move it along. Women's strawweight division. Pollyanna Vienna taking on Yasmin Lucindo. Sausage. Um, hmm? Yasmin Sausage? <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Um, Sean, do do we care? Should we care? Why is this on the main card? Just why? Pollyanna Vienna has three wins in in the UFC. Oh, sorry, four. Those ladies are a combined three and sixteen in the UFC. That's good, right? That's as bad of like wins that you can probably get in in the UFC, and she could still probably catch this chick armbar from guard. It's it's possible. This is absolute low level shit. Uh, the pick is the dog in Tote Master. The other Yasmin Terizo uh, beat Joe Brogan Walker. Yeah, I know she she Star. is like. Almost a two to one favorite here off of a win over Brogan. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dog pick and top master for sure, but this is dumb. What are we what are we doing? What do they even come up with? Like, I know they say like, well, we we like put fights here in certain spots on the card. I know it's leading into a the main card or it's the first fight on the main card. This is smack in the middle of the main card. What are why? Can anybody explain why? Like, this this card is on ESPN. This is wow. not with women's fights that like executives and shit, they want a women's fight on the main card. It's they got always, that is, they do. Like somebody I read that a while back. They want a yeah. women's fight on their main card to try to get women viewers, which I don't think it really matters. Like <laughs> Most women don't watch fighting because it's fighting, not because it's two dudes or two women fighting. But it—that's—that's that's it. That's got to be the only explanation because this is madness. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Well, here we are, uh, and there we go. Light heavyweight <laughs> division. Oh shit! Big Dukakis is. Is Dukakis yeah. season over, or is he there going to be reduction a surgery? Yeah, yeah, maybe it was a little too big at a time. So the other one's medium Dukakis. So is it, he like slightly above average Dukakis now? Is, <laughs> is that what we're doing here? He's grower, not shower Dukakis now. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's taking on Khalil Roundtree. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, the, the the Dukakis has been flirting with the the drop down to two hundred five for some time now. I think these guys were actually supposed to fight earlier this year. Did we break that down, or did it fall off before? I think it okay. fell off before. I don't remember breaking down this amazing fight. Well, since it's so amazing, you can break it down right now, Sean. Dukakis doesn't really do anything good. Um, I wouldn't say he's a volume guy. He doesn't 
really have big power. And once he, you know, stepped up into some some higher caliber guys, he got pasted. He's he's fighting a guy that's gonna stand up with him and has a bit of power. Roundtree is flaky as fuck, so I'm not betting Roundtree, but I don't see how this goes that much different than it would against, you know, Rosenstruck, Lewis. Eventually, Roundtree is probably going to land on this guy and, and put him away. Wesley. Yeah, I do kind of lean Roundtree to win in this fight, uh, but I think at times Roundtree's power has been way over-exaggerated. Like, he, he does hit hard, but he doesn't, like, one-touch a bunch of motherfuckers and get them out of there all the time. And like you said, he's flaky in that sometimes he just shows up and doesn't do shit. Like sometimes he just doesn't want to fucking fight. Um, like, I think you still have to worry about that, that Dukakis chin, even down at, at two Oh five, like the guy was just a fucking fat slob heavyweight. It's not like he's like, he just got in shape is all he did and got down to two Oh five. That, that chin still, still going to be, a little questionable, but I mean, I kind of lean round tree, but I'm probably going to take the over one and a half here. Like it's plus plus one fifty. Um, I think that's kind of nuts. Uh, watch round tree fights. Like I, like I said, I think the power's a little over exaggerated. I, I think a lot of times he's a real slow starter. Sometimes he doesn't start at all. Um, I'm not, He's got an insane chin. I don't know if Dukakis is going to knock him out in the first round or something. If this gets out of the first, it might cruise 15 minutes. So uh, one and a half at plus 150, uh, I'll, I'll take a shot there, and, and hopefully uh, these guys fight a, a slightly slow start to this fight. And um, Dukakis just doesn't get caught early by Roundtree. But I, I do think Roundtree probably ends up, I don't know, getting him eventually. Uh, but I'll, I'll take a little shot on the over. I, I got to check if this is right because it's saying that FanDuel has goes the distance at plus 480, which I mean, is that's, that's nuts. Um, I'll, I'll probably put a, a little play on that, but I'm kind of with Wes here. Um, Roundtree has the ability to knock guys out, but he doesn't really go out there and hunt it down. And I think we're going to see uh, Dukakis be a little bit more hesitant after getting smoked a bunch of times by giant dudes at heavyweight. I don't think that Roundtree has the same kind of power as those guys. So I think we're uh, in for him just being a better kickboxer than Dukakis for pretty much the duration of this fight. Um, And it's going to depend on how much Dukakis wants to actually engage. If he comes out there and goes after it, yeah, he could get sat down on his ass and, and put out. Um, but if he's got any sort of cautious approach, I, I think this has a good chance of getting deep, if not hitting the cards. So we'll play the over. We'll take a little shot on that. Uh, goes the distance if that price is accurate. And uh, see what else we can do as... This will be our substitute fatties for the evening. Former fatties. Maybe still current fatty. 
I don't know. He had a lot to lose. <laughs> yeah. Co-main event, featherweight division. Hakeem Dewaru, Canadian, taking on Cub Swanson. Oof. Washed, worst, but not Canadian. Sean. Dewaru's Canadian. He also lost to Arosa last time out, which cost me. Uh, that's a that's a bad combination. Um, but I do think Cub is is pretty washed. He is forty now, or close to, or he's going to be forty. Um, at this weight class, you know, he tried to go down to thirty five, got pieced up by Martinez. Um, I think Duado doesn't have amazing takedown defense, but I think he has good enough takedown defense uh, to keep this on the feet. And and on the feet, I just think he's a, a better, more refined striker than than Cub at this point. Um, I think Cub probably has more power, but um, Duado I just is going to be throwing way more volume, and I think he just kind of takes over. Duwadu doesn't really finish guys. He doesn't seem to have much power, so it, it it probably goes 15, which is always a bit concerning with with the state of judging uh, in MMA throughout time. But uh, I like him enough. I put him with McKinney minus 104 for a unit. Wesley, yeah, I don't don't have a lot to add. I'm I'm kind of on that same side as well. Uh, I just I think Cub is forty now. He he started looking a little old in his last fight. I mean, for a while now, but he started looking old uh, against Martinez. I know it was down at, at one thirty five, but and that was probably better for Cub. Like it's probably as good a shape as he's gonna gonna be in. Um, I just it's probably just gonna be fifteen minutes of. Duwadu landing leg kicks and shit and just slightly piecing Cub up. Um, Sean is right though about it going to the cards and Cub like he's got some decision, close decisions, man. You just never know. So Duwadu's always going to make you kind of sweat that way. Um, I, I do really lean him in this fight though. I'm same parlay as Sean with McKinney. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I it will be a little. I, I will be a little puckered up if this goes fifteen because it could be. It could be close. It, like it. It's Duwadu, man. It's Canadian. Um, we've seen it, but yeah, I like him in the spot. Uh, yeah, there's absolutely no reason to think that Duwadu doesn't win this fight uh, as long as he stays out of his own way. Uh, and by that, I mean just like throws uh it, it seems like cub is at the point where the body's kind of given up um just can't seem to take much coming back at him anymore and i don't know if a, a technical kickboxer is the guy you want to be facing in that situation uh maybe cub's still crazy enough that he comes forward and throws and, and makes it a, a dog fight um and Duwada doesn't have the most finishing power, so that could get a little sketchy. Um, but yeah, I just think this is probably going to be a guy looking pretty old against a better kickboxer um, and not able to do much about it. So, not going to bet Duwada, though. It's just, ugh. can't trust him. Canadians. Ugh. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> the worst, bro. The fucking worst. Main event. Welterweight division. Um, this one, you know, this was this was supposed to be the fight all along. Yeah, for some reason I thought it wasn't. Anyway, uh, oh, maybe that's because one guy had, you know, his brain bleeding <laughs> and shit. Um, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> he can fight. Anyway, yeah, he's mean, good. Uh, the scan's that... good. The scan's good, bro. <laughs> uh, that fella is Vicente Luque, and he is taking on Rafael Dos Anjos, who... If I had one fighter that I had to fight, uh, if my brain was bleeding, I'd be like, please don't hurt me too much. Uh, it would be Demi and Maya. But second would maybe be <laughs> Rafael Dos Anjos. We'll see. Is, is he going to have mercy on the poor fella, Sean? Or is he just going to... Is it over? Aneurysm City. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting that out there. Um... <laughs> It is concerning. Uh, I'm surprised that, like, I don't know if this got leaked out or or it's just public knowledge and this has never happened before. I'm not too sure. But, yeah, that's very concerning. Luque has been in absolute wars. Even in fights that he's won, you know, he's had to come back or he's just taken a lot of damage and and fights through it and gets finishes. Like, he is not a a young fighter in, in fight years. He... He is, is young in, in his years of, of birth, but that is an old 31. Um, I like RDA in this fight. Um, the, the, the brain bleed shit is adding to that. That is very concerning. Uh, RDA is, is still a very, very good fighter. Um, I, he was doing decently well against an extremely good striker in Fiziev, uh when it was on the feet. Um, I know he got finished in the end, but I, I thought he was doing pretty well for, for the most part in, uh, during that fight. And then he had a nice bounce back against the blob that is Brian Barberina. Um, RDA's grappling is, is very, very good. Um, I think he gets Luke down. Uh, I don't think he gets caught in, in the Dars, uh, like some other people, um, I just think uh, RDA is still very good. Even at his age, he's a, one of the best all-around fighters. And he's a great test. Um, he's got pretty good defense, striking defense. So um, I know Luke throws a lot of a lot of strikes. And I, I he gets hit a lot. So I think RDA is going to be able to counter him. And I think the grappling is going to be there. I don't know if RDA gets a finish. He, it might be a late kind of exhaustive finish. Um I think gets takedowns. I really like RDA here. It's a it's a good spot in my opinion. So I got three units on him. There's there's not many spots on this card that I like. So I, I probably loaded up a bit more than I probably should have on RDA. But I got three units on him at, uh, at minus one twelve. Wesley. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad to see the state of of Luke A coming into this man because. Dude, you, you want to talk about one of my favorite fighters at a certain period of time recently in, in, in all of the fight game. Uh, man, Luke was just a madman, but dude, it's it's absolutely catching up. And I mean, I know one thing, RDA isn't going to have his fucking brain explode in this fight. Like, how do we know if 
if Luke Gay is fully healthy and shit, man. Like, there's there's no this dude probably shouldn't be fighting. Um, now, like Brad said, if there's a guy like R- RDA is just such a good dude, he's probably just going to take Luke Gay down and work him over a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Try not to try not to kill him in there. Like, literally kill the guy. But you know, all, all seriousness, like Sean's right. Like, just an all around great fighter man rda's an all-around great fighter durable as shit uh he has a little pop too like luke we've seen him get hit in fights you can't tell me that rda can't catch a counter fucking right on on luke at some point and hurt the guy uh after the beaties he's taken uh the past couple fights he absolutely could um i i'm with sean too though i think it's takedown city here for rda luke's takedown defense is, is still not great and um He's not pulling off a, a Kiesa uh, sub out of nowhere on RDA. There's no way that dude is way too good defensively on the ground. His even in guard, just RDA's control and shit. It, it's so great. Um, even at 38, man, like RDA still a really really good fighter. Um, even without the brain uh, brain bleed shit, uh, I would still absolutely favor RDA here. That just adds on top of it, man. That's just another layer of why you should probably like him in this fight. So, I mean, I like a pick on price here. I, yeah, th- this is a, a pretty sizable bet for me as well. I, I really like RDA in this fight. And that's coming from a massive Luke fan that's bet him, I think, literally every fight. Even the past two fights that he's lost, I was on, on him in those fights. So, I'm liking RDA here. It's uh, it doesn't have really anything to do with the the brain bleed. Those are just funny things to talk about. Of course, in MMA, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I I just think that he's always been a very good striker. Uh, I know people want to act like he was getting absolutely murdered by Fiziev for the first fifteen minutes of that fight, but it was competitive. Yeah. Um, and that was against a guy who is much better offensively and defensively than Luke. I think that for as long as this is on the feet, both guys are going to be landing. RDA is probably going to be landing cleaner uh, of the two of them. And if he does get in trouble at any point, he's just going to be able to take him down. Um, that's, that's what he does to guys like Luke. There's not going to be a miracle Darce choke or anything like that uh, coming out of this fight. It's just going to be Luke ending up on his back, and it'll probably look like a slightly more entertaining version of the Bilal Muhammad fight. If I really had to guess how it's going to go. Um, so we like RDA. Even money. Well, not quite even money. It's like minus 115 is the, the best out there. Is that our is that our best price, Sean? We're going with that. That's widely available, minus one fifteen. There we go. Uh, minus one fifteen RDA consensus bet of the week. Uh, maybe we'll do another Munich at some point in time. <laughs> I know the fans are clamoring for it because of our unmatched record, uh, but the part-time employee doesn't want to show up anymore. Sad. Sad. It's always, always got an excuse. Um, so maybe if people bug him uh, on Twitter, he'll probably block you. 
Probably. Um, so I don't recommend <laughs> that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if he ever returns. We're just fine without him, though. Uh, do we have any parting thoughts on this card? Uh, on this UFC two ninety two ninety two is next week. And what's next week? That's it's a big card. It's taken a decent amount of hits, but it still should be a fun one. And I'm gonna see how much money I can lose on Sean O'Malley in a calendar year after I lost an absolute chunk on Peter Young. <laughs> I, I already have quite a bit on Aljo, and I imagine by the time it gets next week, it's it's going to be Peter Yan level chunk that it's going to be, man, we'll see. It's, that's that's, that's going to be fun. Great card. I can't wait for that one. Weidman coming back and shit, just the ghost of Weidman. Just so many, so I mean, Cody Gaw, there's so many fun things on that fight. on that one. Yeah, I mean, Barry against Pedro Munoz. I mean, our boy Petrowski's back going against the Meerkat. Like, that's, there's that's a got, lot of dudes that like to get punched in the face on this card. A lot yeah, of yeah. dudes that's got just wild <laughs> shit waiting to happen next week. Bunch of fights. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an interesting one. That's for sure. Um, is that the uh, the tough finale I'll as let- well? Yes. <laughs> Kurt Holobon, Austin Hubbard, oh, which good. somehow is different than any other UFC prelim. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's literally like watching a UFC card from five years ago. It's like the prelims from five years ago. <laughs> Kurt Holobon against fucking Austin Hubbard. Like, you could have <laughs> swore you watched that fight like three times in the UFC. They, they've fought four <laughs> times in the UFC already. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, um, that's going to be fun. Most importantly this weekend, though, CEBL championship <laughs> weekends. What that's what all the sharps are betting. Canadian basketball. Um but yeah, that's that's it for me, Sean. I, I thought you already hit the intro. I, I did try and time, I did. time it just right. But, uh, and I couldn't manage it in the 30 seconds. So we're just gonna have to do it. I'll talk about basketball. uh, We'll see you all next week for a, a fun UFC 292.